0: College campuses are the epicenter for aspiring young adults, and in most of the universities in the United States, there isn't a school-funded building that is run by students with the purpose of partying. Sure, most schools have a very popular characteristic called Greek life, but what they don't have is what SUNY Purchase has, and that is the stude. So what is the stud? Recognized among almost all students at Purchase, the Stude is Purchase's cultural hotbed, where student-run concerts and performances take place. A majority of the events are run by school clubs like Soka and Aphrodisiac. Other events like Cover Show and Culture Shock are staples, which have endorsed the most amount of excitement out of Purchase students in the past few years.
1: I think that the greatest part about the Cover Show is that everybody who's like an individual here at Purchase gets to show off, um, first of all, the music that they like so they can bring in an audience that um, they prefer. Secondly, like, they get to showcase their art and their, their music or anything, or even just, like, I'm pretty sure it's open to, like, um, interpretive music as well. So it's just a nice opportunity for people to show off what, um, what they want.
0: Now, the studio is only a building, and like any building, it can't be brought to life without people a lot of people at SUNY Purchase flock to the Stood on weekends and Friday nights, but there is also a crowd that doesn't enjoy the normal festivities that take place. The Stood atmosphere can be thick, hot, loud, and for some, just uncomfortable. On this documentary, I'll be exploring Purchase's nightlife and find out how the end of the semester's big events turn out. Like, what's the atmosphere like in the Stood on a normal night?
2: I don't know. Like, (laughs) I don't know, no, but, It's very chaotic. I have a really big problem with crowds and and it's always like very crowded in there. The lights, there's usually sound issues. Like, I don't know. Usually the student is just like, it's only fun if you like make it fun for yourself. And even that is hard sometimes because
0: it's not that great. In my opinion, there are a few options when it comes to going out on Purchase Campus and in my experience all of them can be amazing and all of them can suck the life out of you the most well known spot on campus to party is like i said the stud unfortunately after covid 19 the stud became less and less popular during the week and has been reduced to a nightlife scene mostly on fridays and the weekends and during the day are there anybody is there anybody at the stud
1: um so there's like some kids well the problem is that like because the suit is advertised as the student center a lot of people that want to go there or are looking at going to purchase think that they it's a place where you could do homework you can chill out you could do anything you want one room is for music one room is for this but it's really a lot of unfinished clutter in the suit, so you can't use a lot of the rooms in it to begin with secondly like there's just basically games and there's no tables there's nobody to really sit and the furniture that they do have is not appealing it's dirty or like there's it's just a sunken in couch so there really isn't any comfortable place to do work and also they don't advertise things during the week so you really wouldn't know what's going on there during the week unless you walked in and from my experience walking in during the week it's just kind of empty no one's really doing much there's not really much advertised at all and then even to find out what to do on the weekend you have to look on instagram which isn't convenient for some people
0: When I visited SUNY Purchase in November of 2019, the Stud was advertised as a space where a lot of students could congregate during the day, and that has been nothing but the furthest thing from the truth. It's all good though, I understand it, but it definitely disappointed me. I looked forward to doing homework in a communal space while also having the opportunity to play pool, foosball, and arcade games with other students. One thing that the Stud offers is Whitsons, which is a room within the stude that holds smaller concerts. Usually run by the music conservatory students, Whitson's shows have gained a lot of attention. Ray, what is it about the Whitson shows that attracts so many students, especially music conservatory students?
3: It's usually a small, like, not a smaller crowd, but when it is, even if it's a smaller crowd, it's everyone, like, together and close. And, like, even if they're playing, like, slower music, everyone's just, like, swaying together. And it's, like, a lot of, like, the students playing, so it's usually the better shows.
0: For the most part, the clubs that put on shows at the Stude do a really good job. And I know that a lot of work goes into these events, but sometimes they get tiring. Sometimes they feel really repetitive and go stale early on in the semester because of it. Aphrodisiac recently put on a major event called Homecoming and was able to grab Bobby Shmurda to headline the show. Usually at the Stude events, all you need is your more card before entering. But because of the massive popularity of this event, Aphrodisiac required getting wristbands before the concert during the week leading up to April 7th and 8th. Most people at the stewed on this night expressed to me that they were unhappy with the conditions. The biggest complaint was about the rule of no re-entry after 10 p.m. The stewed became very cramped because students were really excited for the performances, and in a short time, the oxygen was thick and the atmosphere was shifting. Because of the no re-entry rule, almost the entire night, the back door was completely shut, which made it unbearably hot for a lot of the students.
4: It was surprising to me that the stew didn't, like mention anything about it like they had us like trapped in there with horrible sound quality and like then they just didn't say anything or like apologize because we weren't like allowed to leave so
0: another big folly with the event was the number of technical difficulties it started to seem like almost every song of every set had a mishap and the crowd was smothered in anxiety because of it (sighs) Unfortunately, for a majority of the opening performances, the crowd was hardly moving, despite the music being objectively really good.
4: Maybe it was like the order of the openers, because I know that it was like really chill music happening and then it was like more crazy music and I thought that the Like, it's good if you like start super chill and then it gets a little more intense for like a hype show. Mm -hmm. Um, So I felt like they kind of set the openers up for failure in that way.
0: The main problem was that the type of music that played was not nearly in the same genre as Bobby Shmurda's. The crowd had expected to be lifted by upbeat tracks, but instead the music was much slower. Once Bobby Shmurda's DJ came out to the stage, things got a lot worse. The sounds emitting from the speakers were so disastrously irritating, from car horns to broken glass air horns and a sickly woman yelling, We outside. Bobby eventually came out, but his set was very quick. And by the time he came out, students were already hot and bothered, which made the experience disappointing for most. This is humiliating. What? Bobby's first is here, and
5: this is what's happening. This is like,
0: but he was mad professional too.
3: he like he was late. He was like, he had mad requirements, and apparently, he like didn't want to play for long, so he got a DJ to fill up for him. He was hired to play for like an
0: hour. but Then he got a DJ, so he could only play fifteen minutes. Was that not the best? What the fuck? Was off the yeah. <laughs> so I hate that was music. music. Uh, not
3: done.
0: Oh my god. That was yeah. music. Actually, that was unbelievable. I,
3: I actually right? want to <laughs> cry. Like that was That's so like good. overwhelming um, to yes. me. I'm so glad I was so in the dude oh since 10 p.m. Yeah.
5: Waited the whole fucking night. That was four. That was four yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right, you're you're right. right. So hours. Hours. I'm you
3: dropping out of studio comp because I can never be that good. <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, the whole time, well, we got there at, like, 10. Because they said after that they were not letting anyone else back in. So I was like, bruh. So that was, for, first, that was, like, really annoying. And then um, the other acts were going and they had sound problems, too. So it was already set up for, like, is this going to be good? And then by the time... Bur- Bob- like, we were waiting there for, like, probably... How long?
4: Two or three hours, probably.
3: Like, standing there we in the pit of at the stude.
4: Bobby Shmurda was supposed to go on at 12. And we were... you didn't go on until, like, 1.30.
3: Yeah. So, standing there waiting for him, too, because we had no idea what was going on. And no one was saying anything. And people were just running around the stage, like, fixing the mics. <laughs>
4: and the mc was like yelling at everybody so like yeah it was just kind of like chaos
0: the next event that should be a lot of fun is cover show it's done every year and has become one of the campus's all-time favorite events it's set to kick off on april 21st and will feature numerous purchased students covering their favorite artists and bands the event runs from 5 p.m to 1 a.m which gives students time to check in on the performances they are eager to, eager to see, step out, and come back when they're ready. What was your favorite performance and why
5: um
1: i really enjoyed amy winehouse that was really cool
0: she she did a great
1: job and the band was amazing um probably big thief they were one of the headliners i think and it was just really fun and i personally they're my favorite band so i really enjoyed that but yeah even i even like the side shows like the, the smaller um ones that were like more low-key were also really cool and me and nora did fiona apples so of course that stood out to me
0: Culture Shock has served as SUNY Purchase's biggest event ever since 1993. This year, the headliners include Tizo Touchdown on night one and BK the Rula on night two.
5: Well balanced breakfast. Just Saturday,
4: I mean, what what was that?
0: Yeah, I was at New Jersey like with my friends. Jokes. Friend Jobs. <laughs>
5: i myself rest oh my god Aww.
0: i remember this guy little so bunny i loved him <laughs>
3: I don't know the first day I went to the side stage most of the day and that was in Winston's and that was really cool because it was like all the student performers of course and there was like mosh pitting in there and that was fun.
0: The clip of the performance you just heard was from Untitled Noise Night, a band led by Emerson Borokov and Shiloh Blue. They've been putting on shows all year and have become really popular on campus. Unfortunately, Emerson is leaving Purchase after this semester, so the show they played at Culture Shock and Whitsons was her last one for the foreseeable future. Shiloh wrote a heartwarming song about Emerson and performed it in front of her before finishing their set.
3: Just That's not so scary. That's not so sweet. That I know that the pins are so sharp. You're cruel cool in me, and big. I know
5: that you are going to do amazing things.
3: And everyone you love will too Stop fighting with your bedsheets
5: They're only
3: there to comfort you And that's it!
0: The first performer on Friday, April 28th for day one of Culture Shock was Danny Singh. And then the next hour was Jell, Talia Goddess, Weeky, Jungle Pussy, and Tizo Touchdown. (laughs) Day two of Culture Shock, the Coda Dosa Collective started at six, and then came Laundry Day, Hook, Control Top, Slaughter Beach Dog, and BK The the Rural. The clip you just heard was from Slaughter Beach Dog and honestly, that's probably the band that I heard that made me wanna like look up their stuff more and I'm definitely gonna like listen to a lot of things from Slaughter Beach Dog. Honestly, the performances at Culture Shock were really good. Like I don't think I was like really disappointed with any specific performance, and I feel like at all of the events, at least at some point, I'm like, alright, why am I here? But honestly, I thought all the artists and bands did a really good job. There were other issues with Culture Shock. Once again, there was rain, just like last year. And that really just is a huge downer because it's supposed to be this music festival outside that encompasses the entire community here at Purchase. But unlike years in the past, there just wasn't a lot of, like, congregation at, congregation outside the stude. There just wasn't a lot of um, conversations with, like, random people. It was more so people sticking with their friend groups seeing performances going back to their housing maybe drinking a little bit and then coming back out um so that was a little bit disappointing I, i do think how they handled the performances was was very well there wasn't a lot of um mic issues or sound issues unlike aphrodisiac's homecoming the only other thing that i would say was disappointing was the carnival Last year, I felt like there was more to do, you know, even though it was still raining, we were allowed to go on rides this year, the rides were very limited. So that was a little bit confusing. I definitely want to ride the swings. Um, but every time I went, they were just like, no, we're not open for operation right now. But I, I think for what culture shock could have been this year, they did pretty well. But for what it could be potentially as an outdoor festival, It's just so different when you're forced to move inside um, and just be surrounded by sound for hours on end. You know, it's just very tiring for the student body. So hopefully next year um, for the kids who aren't graduating, they get to have an outdoors culture shock. But now we're just going to hear from some people that I interviewed and see how their time went here at Culture Shock.
4: So honestly, my 2023 culture shock, I would say, was a little bit disappointing. It is my first year at Purchase, and I've heard a lot about culture shock. It was hyped, like, I don't know. It's just been hyped, like, through the tours, through, like, people telling me about it, and whatever. But it was raining and like, it was either people were in the stewed or they left, like, and they would just come back, which is what we did, because why would you stand outside in the freezing cold rain? I also like, maybe it's because it was raining that it was like this, but they said that there was a carnival and like, that is the saddest carnival I've ever seen. There's like a few food trucks. There's like the little swing things where it spins in a circle, a fucking, oh sorry, sorry, I shouldn't. probably, there was a fun slide. And I think that was it. That was the extent of the carnival. Also, I am vegan and there was a vegan food truck for one day and the second day it was not there. There was no vegan options the second day and that was so, so upsetting.
1: Well, last year I had a really, really fun time at Culture Shock. It was still raining that was really a letdown. And also they don't have a rain date for Culture Shock. And I understand that they got a lot of artists and that's like a lot to handle and it is student run, but I do think it's not fair that it's supposed to be an outdoor music festival, and when you put that inside, it does take away from the experience, and yes, like, we're grateful, especially because during COVID, like, there was nothing, and and so we're definitely, like, appreciative, but half of the things are designed for outdoors, like the food trucks and the rides, and so that's half of it, plus it's a lot to be inside, listening to music, loud music all day, and, and having to go back and forth between your room and there. It's just a lot, so I do, do think it took a lot from the experience.
2: I don't know last year I went to culture shock and it wasn't incredible like I honestly last year thought it was pretty bad but compared to this year I was like I just couldn't believe it like it wasn't just about the rain that like kind of ruined everything but like just the way that they manage everything the way that they like didn't communicate about the wristbands we didn't know if we would need different wristbands we had to go back and forth to get those and like I don't know there was just no communication I didn't know when anyone was going on no one really knew what was happening no one was really like fully enjoying themselves unless they were like intoxicated
4: the actual performers again there was some disappointment because of like I don't know like at the announcement at Aphrodisiac like who was performing like it was it was a little bit you know disappointing for some people um but there was some really 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 cool performances and like really cool um acts and there's definitely musicians and bands I'm gonna start listening to now that I had never heard of like Slaughter Beach Dog is one of them like I'm for sure gonna listen to them after they're really good um and so yeah it was a great you know opportunity to like learn about some new artists and listen to some new music and but I don't know it was like a six out of ten experience
1: and people were disappointed about the headliners because they kind of make it seem like there was a lot of teasers about getting a really popular artist that everybody wanted and then when it wasn't that it was kind of like why would you make us think that it was someone we really wanted and then it makes people seem ungrateful but we're not it's just like it's it's really hyped up more than it is, than the turnout winds up being.
3: And then, yeah, it kind of just felt like another student event. But on Sunday, I meant Saturday, was... Because there were really small parts of it that were really fun. But then, like, the day in general was, like... There was so much time where we came back to the room and we were just, like, doing nothing. And it didn't feel like... Like, last year we were there, like, all day. I guess maybe that was us leaving, but, like... Still, the acts weren't like giving as much as I thought they would. Except for BK, everyone was going crazy for BK the <laughs>
0: I think it's safe to say that some things could have gone better for Culture Shock, but honestly, I had a pretty great time. While searching for past guests that have played at the stud, I found that Destiny's Child came in 1998, MF Doom made two appearances, once in 2002 and once in 2004, Diplo made an appearance the following year, and just four years later in 2009, a young Drake came. In 2011, one of my favorite rappers ever, Kendrick Lamar, performed. In 2016, Kalani came, the following year they landed Purchase alumna Mitski, and right before the pandemic, in 2019, Denzel Curry, Earthgang, Crum, and JPEG Mafia played at Culture Shock. There have been some fantastic artists and bands here, and most of them were just beginning their careers, so it's hard to imagine that somebody who performed this year won't live up to some sort of greatness. When it comes to Aphrodisiac's Homecoming, The Purchase Phoenix published an article in which Liz Baldino wrote, "...between over 200 registered off-campus guests and hundreds of students waiting in anticipation for the show to begin, the crowd is almost impossible to move in. The walls are dripping with sweat, the power has gone out, and the microphone feedback is deafening." Clearly a disappointing event, but Cover Show, which followed it two weeks later, was absolutely fantastic. I think SUNY Purchase has been held back since the pandemic, but I haven't lost hope in the school's potential to put on really fun events at the student in the future. It's an unusual thing for colleges to have, and the students here have to keep faith in their ability to plan shows. With that being said, it has been Anthony Visallo reporting on Purchase's nightlife at the Stud. Have a wonderful day.